Du lyssnar på en podcast från Expressen. Ansvarig utgivare är Thomas Mattsson. Ja, hej, välkomna till en ny podcast med mig Magnus Nyström. Det här blir en liten specialare kan man säga. Jag har redan i inledningen här ska jag erkänna att ljudet kunde vara betydligt bättre. Det är riktigt illa till och med bitvis. Men jag tyckte ändå att det var kul att låta er få lyssna när Sidney Crosby mötte media. Ni får alltså tio minuter Sidney Crosby här då han berättar om sina tankar inför semifinalen mot Ryssland. Jag hjälper er lite på tråden genom att dra en liten kort resumé här innan redan. Han berättar ju bland annat om den känslomässiga matchen mellan två stolta hockeyländer. Han pratar om gamla meriter en del och då nämner han namnet J.P. Parisi som man säger att han har träffat i Minnesota. J.P. Parisi var en av spelarna i det Kanadalag som vann den här klassiska matchen, matchserien mot dåvarande Sovjetunionen 1972. Han får ju också en fråga om Paul Henderson och det var Henderson som gjorde det avgörande målet så att Kanada vann den matchserien. Sen blir det lite frågor om Evgeny Malkin och motståndare han känner väl och konstaterar Sidney att ja, alla gör vad de kan för att vinna matcher och de behöver inte, ryska laget behöver inte så mycket tid och utrymme för att göra bra saker. Han pratar också om att det är väldigt viktigt för Kanada att ta hand om pucken väl. Att inte låta ryssarna helt enkelt ha för mycket pucken av. Senast de här två lagen möttes var en träningsmatch i Pittsburgh inför turneringen då det togs en väldigt massa utvisningar och det konstaterar Crosby att de inte har råd med den här gången att för många dumma utvisningar mot ryska powerplayet då blir det problem. Vid två tillfällen under podden är det journalister som påpekar att han vunnit, vilket är helt fantastiskt. Sidney Crosby har alltså vunnit 22 raka matcher med Kanada. Det här går ändå tillbaka till OS i Vancouver. Två raka OS-guldar har han varit med om. Eh, gjorde i segermålet i finalen i Southern Death mot USA i Vancouver. Eh, och för, fyra år sedan, förlåt, för två år sedan i Sochi så gjorde han ju ett mål på Enkel Unkvist. Han gjorde 1-0 i den matchen eh, när Kanada för andra gången i rad vann OS-guld. Eh, och han pratar lite grann om laget, eh, hur man spelar och eh, lägger upp eh, taktiken och tänker för att vara så framgångsrika som möjligt. Han pratar om den erfarenheten som finns men slår också bort mycket om det här med historien. Att det, det är en ny tid nu, det, allt det där spelar ingen roll eh, imorgon. Eh, det handlar bara om imorgon, det handlar bara om att vinna eh, mot Ryssland den här gången. Han får frågan av en reporter som jag tycker är rätt bra fråga för det är sånt här man själv går igång på. att fan, Det är lördag kväll, det är prime time i Kanada, det, det, det är liksom Kanada mot Ryssland. Hur är det coolt? Frågar en reporter. Och då börjar Sidney lite tråkigt, men det är sån han är. Han är en superyrkesman. Han konstaterar att det spelar ingen roll det här för dag, det spelar ingen roll det här för tid. Eh, det här är en match som alla uppskattar att få vara med om. Det säger han åtminstone. Eh, och han konstaterar att det är möjlighet att göra någonting bra. Så att all det här eh, runt omkring uppmärksamheten det, det, det liksom eh, reflekterar han inte riktigt över. Det enda han reflekterar över att vara som allra bäst när det gäller den här matchen. Eh, han konstaterar också att laget är lite mer komfortabelt. Han också kanske med stora mästerskap med erfarenheter man har. Flera av de här spelarna i det här laget har ju varit med i de här tidigare OS-turneringarna också. Eh, han, eh, det är väl den enda återblicken till historien han lite grann gör när han konstaterar just att de har en erfarenhet av att spela tillsammans. Eh, han pratar om det ryska laget, hur han eh, uppskattar dem för deras bra hockey. Eh, han konstaterar också att man som sagt inte får bjuda på någon powerplay och säger också att Kanada kommer få det jobbet i powerplay och det blir en powerplay för ryssarna och då krävs det att vi har en målvakt som räddar oss lite 
det kommer beslutet där när han konstaterar att eh, även detta Kanada-lag kan få behov av en målvakt som räddar dem. Eh, Carey Price blir det i så fall. Och sen vi måste blocka skott, vi måste bryta deras passningar. Eh, så att eh, ja, eh, jag hoppas att ni kan uppfatta det mesta. Jag ber om ursäkt om lite saker kanske försvinner på grund av det dåliga ljudet. Men jag hoppas ni uppskattar känslan av att verkligen få komma nära den bästa av dem alla. Det säger jag helt tveklöst att han är. Sydney Crosby, Kanadas lagkapten. Varsågod. Dig hockey history in the Canada Rush something. What are some of the your favorite memories either that you remember watching or that you you know gone back and looked at? Uh well seven two is the probably the biggest one obviously. I wasn't around but um you know to kind of see highlights from that and I got to spend some time with JP Bruzy uh, in Minnesota when I was there at school and hear some stories from, from that series. So that's uh that's one that sticks out. Um uh, you know Canada Cup obviously uh Of human meetings over the years, um, both ones that I was in and wasn't in. There's some pretty entertaining games, so there's a long list, but uh, a lot of history there, and always, uh, always great games. You ever get a chance to meet Paul Henderson? I know we asked you that uh, around Vancouver. Yeah, no, uh, briefly um, in passing, but uh, haven't had a chance to um, sit down and talk to him. Right Bob, you met Mario, and you know he scored one of the. Uh, not a whole lot. Um, you know, it's a it's a great highlight. You know, when you look at that play, I think it stands out in everyone's mind. But uh, we we haven't really discussed it. Sid, are you as cognizant of playing against Gino or Ovechkin as those of us on the outside are? Um, well, just knowing when they're in the ice, but I think that, you know, when it comes down to, you know, a matchup and things like that, you're just thinking about what you have to do for your team, and I'm sure they're thinking the same thing, so, um, yeah, the fact that they're on the other side, um, I think everyone realizes that, but, you know, as a player, you're just you're trying to go out there and do what you can to win the game. How do you see the Russian team evolve from the time you met them? I think, like everyone else, you just, you improve, you play in tight games, big games, and uh, you gain confidence. Um, the one thing I think that, that hasn't changed is just how dangerous they are. You know, they don't need a lot of time or space. Um, you know, anytime they get over the blue line, there's a lot of guys who are dangerous to score, so um, we've got to manage the puck well, but uh, yeah, I think like any team, you just, you know, you gain confidence and you get more familiar with guys and uh, you improve as it goes along. took a lot of penalties in that exhibition game. Yeah. If you add up from Vancouver um, after you lost to the Americans, uh, you add up the rest of that tournament, Sochi, the Worlds, and then this. You, you're 
122, Canada's 122 straight games with you in the lineup. Uh, what is there about putting that jersey on that just you refuse to lose? I think we're, you know, for guys that have been kind of part of those games, I think that, you know, we're fortunate to be on on good teams and um, play well at the right time. I mean, that's all great, but that doesn't matter going into tomorrow. Yeah. So um, it's all about the next one. So I think that I think the trust and belief is there. It's nice to have that. It's it's good to have that uh, that experience with guys and and belief that you know you can play different kind of games and overcome things. But um, yeah, it's only as good as, as what you do with it. And you know, tomorrow's tomorrow's a big one. None of the other games really matter. The fact that this comes on a Saturday night um, against a rival like Russia, national TV audience playing in Canada. Is that kind of is that kind of cool? Um, yeah, I feel like whatever day it is, whatever time it is, I feel like um, that would be uh, a game that everyone you know would want to tune in for. So um, I think we appreciate that opportunity. Um, you know, being a hockey player, playing for Team Canada. Uh, regardless of the day or where, um, you know, you have that support, so it's special that it's it's here in Canada, and it's an opportunity, so we have to do something with it. So does the way you feel, does the way you feel going into a big game like this on the international stage, did it change for you? Throughout your career, maybe before Vancouver 2010, it might have been a, a different comfort level now that you've got the couple gold medals under your belt. Does, does it feel at all different going into a big game this time around? Um, I think just the, the only thing is you played with a lot of these guys you know, in the past, so I think, like I said earlier, that that belief or that trust, um, you know, you know, everyone's gonna go out there and have their best game. So I think you, you trust and believe that, and uh, you just try to go out there and you know, not not worry about too many different things. And it's it's one game, so you got to go out there and, and play your game and give yourself the best chance possible to win. But I think when you know when you first go through games like that, you've got a million things going through your head. And, outcomes and all that kind of thing. I think now you understand a little bit more that you just got to go out there and play the game and, and give yourself the best chance. So you're a story in the game. A lot of guys are on the team as well. way performance. It should motivate you. I think that it should, uh, it should inspire you. I think that when you look back at history and some of those moments and those moments that you watched as a fan, um, you know, and now you have the opportunity to experience them, you know, as a player. So um, you want them to be good experiences. So I think that, you know, just uh, trying to enjoy it and using that motivation. Understanding that you're very motivated to use it. probably watched the same games and they're very motivated to use it. So, um, yeah, I think you can use that as motivation. When you look at the Russia's defensemen, they're probably not as, as strong as that experience as maybe you or the Sweden's group. Um, how does Sergei Borovsky maybe change that the way you see the Russia's defense? I mean, I don't think we, I don't think we change anything based on uh, on that. I think that we understand we're going to face a really good goalie. A team that's got the semifinals playing some pretty good hockey teams, so I think they have a lot of game defense. So I don't think we're taking anything for granted. And, uh, they have some experience there. They're pretty tough back there, so we're going to fight to get to the net. And when we do get there, we know that they've got a goalie that's uh, playing pretty well. So I think that 
you respect that, but you also trust that things you've been doing to get to this point will, will obviously uh, help you get the job done. So I think that's that's really everyone's side. Sid, I think you have a 22-game winning streak going right now with Ken. Yeah, you're the second one that brought that up. <laughs> oh, I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Second one. Do you think about that at all? So the the Olympics obviously on the world stage. There's a, there's a major build up to it during the season. And this is maybe an unknown coming into it. What what kind of emotion do you think there is attached to this tournament? And have you felt as it's, as it's built up? Uh, it's hard to say. I think that. I can only tell you the kind of emotion of being a player, playing for Team Canada, regardless of the event. Uh, I think it's, it's always special to be in Canada. I think, um, you know, it means a lot. You feel that support, um, you know, being right here at home. So, yeah, I would say that, uh, you know, it's, it's always special, you know, regardless of the event. But, uh, you know, I think that, you know, to see the interest and see the support, you know, First hand, uh, it's been, it's been fun. power play over eight in this tournament. It wasn't particularly good in the last couple best on best tournaments either. You got all that talent up there. Um, what are some of the things that your team and maybe other teams are doing to, to be able to neutralize those guys? I don't know. I feel like they're going to get they're going to get their chances. I mean, with the, the shots of you know, the guys that shoot the hockey and the way they move it, um, I feel like they're going to get chances. So either. You know, your goalie's got to bail you out and, and make good saves, or uh, you know, you've got to do all those little things, whether it's blocking shots or trying to break up those passes sometimes. But um, yeah, I, mean, I don't think anyone's power plays to caught fire and turn his hands. It's tough, you know, there's a high level of desperation that only Kel has, and obviously there's probably not as many cameras typically, so it's tough to get a rhythm to with the power play sometimes. Guys, last one for Sydney. Yeah, I think it helps. I mean, I think that, you know, I said that kind of earlier in camp, you know, the longer the groups are together, it means, you know, things are going well and everyone's confident and they're playing well. And, um, you know, that's really what you kind of hope for. So I think that. You know, to be able to play the same group and you know, get better and talk things over, adjust to certain teams that you play against and kind of work together. I think uh, it certainly helps and feel like, uh, you know, you get to know each other a little bit more. Thanks, Eddie. Thank Thanks. Du har lyssnat på en podcast från Expressen. Ansvarig utgivare är Thomas Mattsson.